Hello, and welcome to Tara Talks 2. I'm Tara Suber. On today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about pain and purpose. I was approached this week and someone said to me, Tara, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your ability to be candid about your pain and your challenges. And on the flip side, I was approached by someone that said, girl, ain't no way I'll be out there telling my business like that. Cause who, and people be talking about you and people be knowing your business. And, and so to me, they were, polar opposite comments and the way each one of them received it to me was totally different. And that was okay. I received both of their comments with love. Because the truth of the matter is my story is my story. My purpose is my purpose. What is for me is not necessarily for you. And what works for me doesn't necessarily mean it will work for you. We are all individuals that were fearfully, wonderfully, and uniquely made on purpose. We were created for purpose and my purpose and my destiny is different than yours. I honestly believe that my struggles, my pain, my challenges, my trauma, and my triumphs are all stories of my journey that created exactly who I was purposed to be. And the stories that I tell and that I openly tell you about my challenges and my pain have purpose. I don't believe that they are the topic of someone's gossip column. I don't believe that they're falling on the ears of someone's dinner table conversation. I I just don't, unless it's a conversation that involves healing and growing through it. My pain has purpose. How I process that with the podcast in taking you through the journey of my challenges and my triumphs have purpose. Everything that you do, every move you make should have purpose. Nothing should be done that doesn't have purpose. When I wake up on Mondays, Mondays are my days. I have a list of things to do. I do laundry on Mondays. 
I do deep cleaning on my bathroom on Mondays. I have a plan, you know, you know, and the purpose for me getting on my knees and deep cleaning my bathroom is so that bacteria and germs don't linger. Okay. The purpose of me washing clothes is so that we don't walk around smelling stinky. That was just said to let you know and to reaffirm that everything you do, whether you think about the purpose or not, has purpose. The reason you eat is to nourish your body. The reason you drink is to hydrate your organs. Everything you do, whether intentional or unintentional, serves a purpose. Whether you are aware of it or you are unaware of it, it serves a purpose. Trust me, it does. All things work together under the sun. Okay? So let's talk about discovering what your purpose is and how everything works together that has happened to you that you've gone through, that you've come out of, to build the character, to build the person that you are, to make you stronger, and to drive you into what your purpose is in life. My husband and I had a conversation on this morning. Why were we talking about David? I have no idea. Oh, a friend of a friend of his went to Israel recently and he brought him back a little keepsake keychain and the keychain was shaped like a harp and it said David's harp and on the back of it it had inscriptions on it and it was written in another language we're going to have to figure out what that is and he said to me, babe, don't you think that's nice? Don't you think that's really nice that he, he brought me this keychain? I said, that's very thoughtful. I said, but babe, did you realize he brought you the keychain? The, the purpose of that particular one was very intentional because I'm certain they have many keychains. But that particular one is the harp of David. You are a musician. So he probably saw several keychains and he thought, Thomas, a musician. I'm going to choose this particular keychain for Thomas because he is a musician, the harp of David. So it wasn't just random. It was purpose driven. And so we begin to talk about David and we begin to talk about the characteristics of David. And, and everybody knows the story of David and Goliath and how David took the slingshot and David uh, slung the rock and hit Goliath on the forehead and brought down the giant. But we begin to dissect the story before the giant and how everything in David's life lined him up and prepared him for that moment where he was absolutely fearless. David was a simple shepherd boy. He tended his father's sheep. That's what he did. And if you are um, have any knowledge of a family who has a farm or you raise animals or, or you are familiar with that lifestyle, you know that your livestock is your livelihood. So you do everything 
that you possibly can to protect your livelihood. I watched this show called Heartland. I think it's on Netflix now. It's just a simple show. I, I watch simple shows like Little House on the Prairie and stuff like that. So simple, wholesome shows. And during this show in Heartland, I remember scenes where the the farmhands would go up and down the fence line every day. That was a daily chore. They would go up and down the fence line of hundreds of acres of farmland to check the fence, to shore up the fence. It was a never ending story of shoring up the fence to make sure that the livestock wasn't getting out because the livestock equaled monetary value. That was their livelihood. So David did everything to protect their sheep. You know, he's faced, you guys know the story of David, how he's taken down lions and bears. So David, you know, he was used to protecting those things that he loved and valued. So to take out a lion and to tear down a bear was stuff that he did on a regular as a shepherd as someone who cared for the sheep so when he was sent to check on his brothers who were in battle and he saw that they were all standing in fear of this giant this animal he was like what's up with this you know what's going on here let me at him i can take this he did not exhibit any sense of fear. Why? Because everything he did prior to that moment prepared him for it. Well, I, I know what I can do. I have a slingshot and a few rocks, and I'm going to take him out. I know just where to hit him. Mm, I'm going to get him right there. Boom, and I can take him down. Every moment in his life leading up to that big moment that we always talk about. Oh, David and Goliath. But we never talk about the life he lived prior to that. I mean, some of us do. But for the most part, those of us who really don't, you know, we don't go to church all like that. We hear the story about David and Goliath. Oh, yeah, he took down the giant. But there's a story. There's a backstory to that happened prior to that moment. So I said all of that to say to you, everybody has a backstory. I have a backstory. You have a backstory. And our backstory contains moments in our lives. Some of us would just rather them remain private, would rather them remain hidden, would rather them remain tucked under a mattress somewhere, never to be found, never to be heard of. And then we have those triumphant moments that are that seen um, by hundreds or many, and everyone celebrates those moments. But most of the time, no one gets to see all the work, all the pain, all the heartache, all the challenges that you had to face prior to that triumphant moment where you shine. The reason why I talk about my pain 
is because I realize that there are many people that have not yet accomplished a triumphant moment or peaked to that place in life where they feel that they are celebrated or deserve to be celebrated or that they feel worthy of being celebrated. I talk about my pain because I feel that it's there is purpose behind it. And the purpose is not to, and I say this many times, the purpose is not to out anybody or expose anybody. The purpose is simply to expose the fact that I have come through quite a bit and I am free to speak about it. I am no longer bound by the chains of my past and I know that many of you may still be shackled to thoughts and pain, physical and mental and emotional challenges and you see nowhere, no way possible out of this situation. And so there's this battlefield that you are going through privately every day, but you're living through it every day. And there's moments that you struggle and there's moments that you just want to tuck yourself away in bed and not get up. And there's moments where you feel okay and you come out to the light and you're like, this is a good day. I'm going to go hang out with my friends and I'm going to do this or I'm going to do something different today. But there are some days that you just don't want to be bothered. And I understand all of that. The reason why I expose my pain is because if I went through privately, you wouldn't be able to fully grasp why I do what I do, why I walk with confidence, why I stand tall and smile big, why I am a big presence in every room that I enter. Why? Because I am an overcomer. Because I have overcome Am I fully there? No. There is yet still work to do. But the more I expose uh, the wounds to the air, the easier they heal and the faster the process and the easier the process. There is purpose in my challenges. There is purpose in everything that I say. And as long as I keep it private or hidden or covered or unexposed, the more 
the pain will fester the more it will damage me the more mental anguish it will cause the more mental frustration it will cause the more delays it will cause in my progress the more delays it will cause in my recovery the more delays it will cause in my healing I am so so tired of not seeing my brothers and my sisters live fully functional lives because of pain, because of past challenges, because of trauma, because of things that were done to them, things that they did not bring on themselves, things that they were too young to understand, things that they were too young to fight off, things that they were too young to even talk about or understand. I am so tired. I'm so tired of hearing the stories of people committing suicide, not being able to overcome. I'm tired. I'm tired of mental illness or mental issues brought on by trauma causing them to take their lives causing them to call it quits I'm tired of it I'm tired of hearing the stories of our young people being so overwhelmed by Everything that society has pushed in their veins. We came up during an age, I remember, I'm 50 years old. So I remember when Nancy Reagan started the campaign, the Say Just Say No to Drugs campaign, when there was the big crack ap- epidemic and, you know, heroin epidemic. And people were pushing drugs up their veins and, 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 you know, smoking crack pipes. And it was huge in the 80s, you know. But nowadays, all this social network, the pressures of images and the self-esteem the body shaming, this stuff, our kids, I, I don't know, I don't know, we, we came from a generation that was just a little bit tougher, but something happened, I don't know, it was in the water or in the milk, I don't know, but something happened in this generation, it's like, it's overwhelming for them, like the social acceptances, like, crack and heroin they have to got to have it you know what I'm saying and when they don't get it they're just mentally frustrated or you know socially depressed I'm just so tired 
We have to start these conversations and expose what is causing the pain in order to overcome it, in order to reach our destiny, our rightful place. We have to expose the pain to reach our purpose, our full potential. Let's start these conversations. Let's start these conversations. For me, it's conversations. For you, it might be journaling. It may be blogging. I don't know. Is blogging still a thing? People still blog. I don't know. Let's do something. Start a movement to remove the covers. Uncover the pain. So that we can begin on a successful road to living our full potential. Thank you so much for listening on today. Until next time, God bless you and be encouraged.